episode number 71. This episode is brought to you by our Career Kickstart program, where we help working mums who are feeling stuck, overwhelmed and frustrated to take the next best step in their career. Figuring out your next career move can be tough. And when you add motherhood into the mix, well, things can get really complicated. So through our program, we help you to move away from being frustrated and overwhelmed to getting to a place where you are loving your work and life. If this sounds good to you, then head over to our website at www.lightboxcoaching.com and find out more information. Hi, you're listening to the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast with your host, Janine Esbrand. I'm here to help working mums like you to thrive in your careers and in motherhood. I share tips, strategies and inspirational conversations with awesome women to help reduce the struggle in your juggle. Time for a say, mommy. Hello, hello. How are you? I hope you are well. If you are a new listener to the show, welcome. It is lovely to have you. And if you are a long-time listener, welcome back. I appreciate you being here. There are lots of places you could be and lots of things you could be listening to. So I do not take it lightly that you are tuning into the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast. I really appreciate you being here. Okay, so it's September. How is it September? It's that time of year that has that real back to school vibe, autumn's coming in. And my little man, my four-year-old, is starting school this week. I am honestly thinking, where in the world has the time gone since he was a baby in arms. And this is making me feel old because when I was younger and people used to say, oh, I remember when you were a baby, I used to think, oh, okay. And now I'm doing exactly that same thing. I'm looking at these little people and saying, oh, I remember when you were first born. So yeah, I am taking a bit of a trip down memory lane, but it's been great. I've really enjoyed spending two days a week every week with him. So he's been going to nursery and preschool for three days. So I've had the pleasure of spending those days with him. And it's been great that I've been able to work flexibly and part time so that I have had that time with him. So I really, really do appreciate that. And we're moving into a new phase. So now my daughter gets to spend some one on one mummy time with me, which will be great for her because so far she hasn't had that. And my son obviously had that before she arrived. So it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I wanted to talk to you about something before I dive into today's episode. It's something that's been bubbling up for a while and it's time for me to talk about it. I was talking about getting unstuck, overcoming self-doubt and focusing less on what you think you should do and saying yes to doing things differently instead. So you already know that I am passionate about helping working mums find the right career path for them. I love my fellow working moms. I love the ladies in my community. I love the people that I get to serve. But it drives me crazy to think about the fact that many people are stuck in a job that either bores them or that they hate, all because they allow fear to hold them back. I totally get it because hashtag confession time. I had the same fears. I had the same fears that many of you have and maybe you can relate to them. I've worked so hard to get to this stage of my career and there are so many people that would kill to be in my shoes and I feel bad for wanting to make a change or I don't know what else I could do. I don't want to have to retrain after spending so much time getting to this phase of my career. 
or I have been able to negotiate flexibility where I am and I will not find that anywhere else. Or where do I even start with finding another role? There aren't many opportunities out there that will offer me the type of flexibility I need to work around my children. Or what happens if I make a move and then I regret it? I have battled with all of those thoughts at times, especially when I was deciding what to do with my career after I had my son. Would I go back to my corporate lawyer career or do something different? All of the things that I just shared with you came up. All of those thoughts and feelings I had to explore and work through. But here's what I've realised in my five years as a career coach and from working with high achieving women. We all have these fears, regardless of your background, regardless of whether you're a lawyer or a marketing executive or someone in sales or someone who is in the sciences. Whatever your background, these fears are all similar. And that's okay. There's no judgment from me. As I said, I've already been through the same types of things, but letting it keep you stuck is where there's a problem. I don't want that for you. I don't want you to feel stuck in your career and feel like you have to stay where you are because you can't figure out how to move forward, which is why I'm so, so excited to invite you to a brand new free online event that I am running. It is called the Career Change Bootcamp, and it's going to be a week of free career coaching, training, and Q&A sessions with me that will help you to make your next career move the right one. And for those of you that don't know me and my background, I am a career and executive coach and I focus on helping women to find or create work that they love beyond motherhood. I am also a lawyer and I'm a mother of two. And so I've been in your shoes and I've served lots of clients who are in your shoes. So I'm super excited about this event. It's happening from the 16th to the 23rd of September. And you are going to be learning the strategies that I've used for myself and that I've shared with clients to help them to move from confusion overwhelmed to finding work and securing work or creating work that they absolutely love. So if you are interested in this, if this sounds like something that you definitely want to get involved in, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash bootcamp and grab your spot because it's going to be incredible. I'm so excited about it. Now on to today's episode. So we're continuing with our career change series that we have been doing over the last few weeks on the podcast. And if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, I suggest that you go back to the last five episodes which have been awesome with various different guests sharing some brilliant tips and strategies and golden nuggets around career change. But today we're diving into an aspect of working motherhood that people don't always share. We are speaking to my guest who went from being a nurse to a lifestyle photographer. She's absolutely awesome. And she talks about her career transition, but we also dive into her experience with postpartum depression. I'm so honoured to have the lovely Amy Dunkel on the show. She's so incredible and she's definitely a kindred spirit. And it's just nice to hear her be so open and vulnerable about her experience, because I think it's a topic that not enough people talk about. And it's something that a lot of people suffer with in silence. So it is awesome that Amy was able to share her experience on today's episode. So without further ado, let's jump into my interview with Amy. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the show. It is awesome having you here today. I'm super excited to interview you. Um, Before we get started, can you introduce yourself to the audience and tell them a bit about you? 
Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I just want to say that this time I didn't miss the podcast recording by 12 hours. <laughs> I am recording from the United States and we I first picked a podcast time that I thought was 4 p.m., but it turns out it was 4 a.m. because <laughs> I don't know how to do the time change for Europe. So this time it's 5.30 a.m. here in America. I did not miss it. I have had a cup of coffee. I am rocking and rolling. So I am pumped to be here. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Amy Dunkel, and I am a crazy lady who thought it would be a good idea to start a podcast in my third trimester of pregnancy a year ago um, with my baby daughter, Milo. But I guess before then, a few years before then, um, my career is, was, is, was, however it comes. Um, I was a registered nurse. And so I worked on the nursing floor. I worked with little tiny babies as a NICU nurse. And um, that was all good. But I kind of started to get a big creative itch after I got married. So my husband and I got married. And like one month later, I was like, I think I'm going to start a creative business. And he was like, why have you never said this to me? <laughs> we were married. What have I walked myself into? So I was like, I think it's totally going to be okay. It's totally going to be a cool. <laughs> okay. So we started this really fun, funky business for weddings and events um, called XOX Vintage. And we were renting vintage furniture for weddings and events, which really looked like a whole lot of manual labor. So um, my hundred and something pound body was attempting to lift all of these couches and bring them to weddings. And it was really crazy, really cool. And things were going well. And I was still doing nursing, but then got pregnant. And, you know, as pregnancy does kind of makes you say, oh, okay, well, what will the plan be here? And so we ended up stopping the furniture business because we were working like every single weekend through the um, wedding seasons. And it was nuts, like five weddings a weekend. We never saw our friends. We were picking up furniture in the middle of the night, like crazy people. <laughs> and so um, it, it needed to stop. So I'd always been into photography. I, I just can't stop leaving things alone. So I'm like, oh, we're going to stop. It's going to be quiet. We're just going to calm down a little bit, enjoy the baby. And a few months after he was born, um, I really picked it up with my photography and started shooting clients, taking babies, snapping families. So I was, you know, kind of doing these two things where I was still working in the NICU, taking care of little tiny babies. And I was also spending a lot of times with families and moms who had just had babies. And I felt like this whole giant swing where I experienced my own postpartum depression. Like I kind of thought motherhood was going to be great and glamorous. And I'm going to enjoy all these moments with this little tiny baby. And it was really hard. And I was so sad to admit that to anybody. And that like, I kind of missed a lot of things from pre-baby. And I felt if I think all this is so hard and I'm spending time with other people, these women that are also struggling in all these ways and, you know, from the wedding part, people who were then having babies and trying to figure out what happens from here. And I was like, maybe there is a space just for people to talk about it and not be so afraid to say, 
this was really hard or like, I'm going to start this business because I want to, not because it makes sense. (laughs) I started, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast and I get really bad pregnancy insomnia when I'm pregnant. Like I just stopped sleeping and I was like, look at all these free hours in the middle of the night, make something happen. So I started Moms Who Rule the World a year ago basically in the middle of the night. And um, so sort of do those two things. I, I stopped the nursing. I now do photography and I do the podcast. And it is a really weird world where I get to talk to people like you across the country in the <laughs> really early in the morning. But it's really, really cool. And I've, I've been, never been so pumped to do it. Oh my goodness, there's so much in there that I want to talk to you about. There's um, too much, I know. So much, so much. So firstly, it's just really interesting what you were saying about kind of the fact that you were a nurse, spending a lot of time with small babies and then having your own experience. Did you feel that you were prepared for motherhood because you were around so many babies and you, because you saw mothers? Um, and what was the difference for you in terms of like the expectation and then the reality? Yes. Hey, 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 I am super excited because I have a handful of spots open for one-to-one coaching. I am looking to work with more of you who are highly ambitious, very driven, know where you want to get to, but are struggling to get there because you feel as though you're being overlooked and undervalued for the contribution that you're making. You know that you need to get more visible. You know that you need to show up more. You understand that creating a personal brand that is speaking for you when you're not in the room is important so that you can move towards your career goals but you don't quite know how to make it happen and for you I am extending the invitation to come and join me inside of Elevate. This is my one-to-one high-touch coaching program that is designed to help you to advance into your next role, secure your next client, position yourself for the opportunities that you want by being intentional with your personal brand, making sure that your digital footprint is tight. Yes, I mean, LinkedIn is looking good and attracting the right opportunities and making sure that you're able to show up with confidence and fully articulate the value that you're able to bring to your next opportunity. I am excited to dig deep come up with your personalized strategy and your plan and support you with the accountability and coaching that is required to help you to get there. So if this sounds good to you, if you know that you need some support with really taking your career to the next level, book a call with me and let's explore you joining the Elevate program. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash call so that you can book a fitting call and then let's have a conversation about whether or not this program is a good fit for you. I look forward to speaking to you. (laughs) The reality was tough. So I totally thought that I had it. Like I was like, I am going to nail this. Like (laughs) I know how to change diapers. I know how to swaddle. I know how to feed babies. Like I so have this in the bag. I, this is going to be the best. Like I am just going to enjoy so much of this. And what I think you can't ever be prepared for ever is the emotional aspect of motherhood. No book can prepare you. No amount of spending time with other people who have had a babies. No amount of talking to your friends can prepare you for the way 
your emotions feel, the way your hormones are beyond your control. It is just like, it's, it's just, it's crazy. And it's, and having so many friends, having seen so many people, it's amazing that all of us feel it differently. Mm. But I just struggled. Like I, I loved him, but my hormones were tough. Like I, you know, I, we had recently stopped the furniture business. And so I had all of these free hours, I guess, to just be with him and for it to be quiet. And I thought that that was going to be so wonderful, but I'm, I like to be busy. And so that was hard for me. And I didn't expect to not really enjoy it. And weeks going in the twinge of some postpartum depression, some postpartum anxiety, I would feel it, but I would look great. You know, I would, people would come over and I would seem happy. Like I never, it was like, I couldn't let my walls down for it. And I couldn't do that for a while until I finally was like, I'm over this. Like I, it took a long time to finally say like, I really didn't enjoy that time of life. Like I'm, I thought maybe it's not really a good thing when you want family members to visit, but then also not visit because your anxiety is tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's, it wasn't, it wasn't rainbows and butterflies. And, and that being said, you can still be thankful that you love the crap out of your baby and that you are a mom and still appreciate so many things about it and also say that it was tough. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that because I think that sometimes it's hard to articulate that. Like for people, it's like, I feel this way. And then like, should I feel this way? And there's a whole lot of guilt that comes around that. Like I experienced days like that where when, when my my son was born, I just was there like, I'm crying right now. Like my husband <laughs> yes. will come home. I've been on the sofa, like bawling my eyes out. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, breastfeeding so hard. And he's like, well, just, why don't you just give him a bottle? And I'm like, I don't want to. I want to breastfeed. He's like, well, then why are you crying about it? I'm like, okay, I want to breastfeed. (laughs) It's really painful. I really want to do it. I don't want to give him a bottle, but I'm in pain. So therefore I'm crying. Like trying to explain that, like to some people, it's like, well, you can make a simple choice. It's like, yeah, but you don't get it. And so it's really, it's really important to like share that in those moments, sometimes you are just feeling the way that you're feeling and it's okay to feel that even if like you, it looks like to the outside world that you should be doing something else or that everything is okay. If you're feeling how you're feeling, it's okay. So yes. I think and more than likely somebody else is feeling that too. And they feel so much better that you are saying, wow, like I'm struggling. Like, because I think we do this thing as moms where we, we downplay what we're going through because we think somebody else has it harder and we do it in so many ways. You know, we think, oh, I shouldn't say that um, pregnancy is really hard for me because, you know, people struggle with infertility or whatever it is. I shouldn't say that what my baby this age is really tough because he's healthy. You know, he's whatever it is, we kind of rationalize that we can't say it's hard. We can't say we're struggling. We can't say we need help, but we can like, just because this is hard for me doesn't mean that yes, it's also hard for that person or easier, you know, vice versa. I think letting down the perfectionism is yeah the best thing that we can do. And then it makes us more human. And then the next person can say, Oh, I'm so glad that you said that you were struggling with that too, because I was too, but I didn't want to say it because no one else was talking about it. Right. Exactly. And you spoke um, about kind of starting your furniture business and then decided to start the podcast. What was it about kind of being home 
and having that focus on your baby, but wanting to do something else. What was that feeling for you? Like, I need to start. It sounded like in both at both times, you're like, I just need to do this for me. Um, can you talk a bit more about that? Yes. <laughs> Trying to figure out the whole, am I working? Am I not working? Do I return to my full job after having a baby? is absolute shenanigans. Like I think, you know, we, a lot of times we feel this, like I want to be working, but I don't know what that is. I like spending time with my baby. I need to do something for myself. And so it was really a lot of that. I just, I was feeling this need, like I just need to talk and I want to talk to others. And I, especially kind of rolling after having my son, Noah, the first one who's now three, I had him and then I started the photography business. And so I was kind of doing, spending so much time with people who had just had a baby, but I really, it was kind of more, and it still is, you know, you show up to somebody's home, you take their pictures, you don't get into all the things you don't because you're there to do the job. You're there to take pretty pictures. And so I really wanted a space to be vulnerable, to like, to like dive into it. And I felt like I had seen in my own self, all of these things after having a baby that were confusing and like I was trying to sort them out and I felt like other people were too. So I just, like you said, I felt like it was a space for me and hopefully others to kind of just go there and whatever that looked like. And like we talk, I talk about a bunch of different topics. It's not just one thing on the podcast. So it's maybe going there for you is I have to start this business. I have to, something in me is telling me I have to do it. It doesn't make sense. I can't see the time for it. I don't know how it's coming, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it for me. Or maybe going there looks like the person who's three years into their business and they're, and they're there to say, look, I did it too. Three years ago, this was nothing and I had to do it. And if this is in your heart, you have to too. Or maybe it's a terribly hard birth story where you're just like, you know, that's, I have had people on there like, I don't know if anybody wants to hear this. And I'm like, they do. They do. Yeah. Other people went through that too. And maybe they're tired of seeing like all of these Pinterest pictures of snuggled up little babies after you know, there, no one's telling this story, but that story's happening too. And so whatever it looked like, it, it just, it started raveling and it's still raveling. Yeah. <laughs> unraveling. <laughs> I love that. And I think just the, the power of podcasts and, you know, people being able to listen and relate is just incredible, especially busy moms who are doing stuff like you can listen in the background and but the way that you can connect with the the guests and their stories is just incredible I've learned so much from other people's podcasts and then obviously having the opportunity to interview guests you yours too yours too I loved your episode of trying to figure out lawyer land after babies figuring out your long commute and like this isn't working and it's so good so thank you for doing the same thing my pleasure and yeah I I tend to when the people that I speak to and a lot of my clients that I work with are in that place where you were saying before about what is it that I'm gonna do now like everything feels different everything feels like it's been shaken up and I just don't know what the next best step is yeah Um, so sometimes it's 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 useful to have some outside perspective to help you work through like what is actually the right thing for me right now because you're a different person to who you were before you had babies. You feel um, like you went into a snow globe and somebody shook it and you're yeah, like, well, exactly. okay, well, which way do I turn? I can't see the way out. Yeah. <laughs> so now, so you have, do you have two children now? I have two children, 
a daughter who is partying like a rock star lately in the (laughs) middle of the night. I don't know what's happening. It's a one-year-old. She's now one. So if anybody has suggestions on that, it's a little sketchy, but yeah. So a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah, I was there. I was there. Mine might've just turned four and my daughter's about to turn two. And yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy. And I, I feel like my son and my daughter are just so different and my expectations of what my daughter was going to be like. Like, she's going to be so chilled. She's a girl. Total <laughs> opposite. She's always climbing. She jumps. She doesn't listen. Like, <laughs> she's just doing her own thing. She's a sassy little lady. And so, yeah, it's fun. It's fun times learning all this stuff. So how, what, for you now, what would you say are kind of like your biggest challenges? Like, you're running your podcast. You're running a business in terms of your photography. You've got two little people. Um, what are the biggest challenges for you? Yes. So hands down, I think the biggest challenge is, is time, time, trying to figure out the time, how much time things get and like what I spend time doing because number one, your children can take up all of your time, all of the time. You, <laughs> I mean, them alone can be the entire day for sure. Like they, you know, they're busy if they're napping, you could be cleaning up their crap, their crumbs, their dishes. Like they are the whole job too. The podcast is a massive amount of time. And so it takes up many hours just trying to plan it and coordinate it and make sure there's upcoming guests and all of that. And as is the photography. Um, So all of these things, I have gotten so much better, especially since Milo, at really looking at each thing and trying to figure out, okay, how do I, it's like a puzzle. How do I work these hours to make sure that one, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And two, that the appropriate amount of time is getting shifted around how it should. So, you know, for us in the last couple of months, that looked like my daughter going to daycare for two days a week too. It had just been my son because he's a crazy wild animal that will like climb the walls if somebody doesn't give all of the attention and um, activities that he needs. So, you know, she started going to too. It looked like a lot of early mornings for me. I love early mornings. I love drinking a cup of coffee while everybody is sleeping and reading books and doing writing in a journal and all sorts of stuff like that. So it's a lot of early mornings. And it's some of saying no. That is a lesson that I learned over and over again and have got had to get it have gotten a lot better at. With photography, the fall and the spring, as I'm sure you'd imagine, are the busiest times, especially the fall, because everybody wants the perfect Christmas card picture. So there, everybody is booking sessions then. Um, and I just went through a season last fall where it's hard to say no, because people, are, they want to hire you. And so I took on way too many things. And I was, you know, doing the podcast. I didn't have daycare yet for Milo. I took on too many photography clients and I learned my lesson the hard way because I took on too much and I felt overwhelmed and it took the joy out of things. And then I was, you know, not as patient, not as loving with my children. And so you have to go through those seasons where you're like, okay, what is the lesson I'm learning here? Learn it and then don't do it again. So, you know, that looks like whatever it looks like, less clients shifting your hours, saying no more, 
So it's, it, I think it's all an ebb and a flow, but that it, it can be our fatal flaw trying to say yes to everything, do everything. And yeah, I, it, the more that I really get intentional with hours, even including social media and Instagram and Facebook and email checking, the more productive I am and the better I do. Yeah. Setting those boundaries is so important. I was feeling totally overwhelmed like the week before last. And I was like, it's just too much. There's too much to do. So I literally got my Google calendar and I color coded everything. I color coded my legal clients. I color coded my coaching. I color coded family time, workout time. And I looked at my calendar. I was like, okay, I'm going to put in the important things first and then everything else. And it it made such a difference to actually be able to see where there was no white space. And my mom looked at my calendar. She was like, I would not want to live your life. Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) What are you doing? I was like, I know. Next week, I'm not doing this again. And it was really helpful to see all of the things that I was trying to fit in in like one week. So I would definitely say like, if you can do that, that helps. And like you said, like have boundaries and realize, okay, that didn't work. So I need to switch it up and do something. Yeah. That's true. Yes. If you're crying every day in your car, (laughs) that is a red flag. (laughs) Totally. Um, Okay. So if there is anybody who is in like a traditional role, like you're in a a role like nursing and now your life is completely different, being able to pursue your creative passions, what what advice would you give them if they're feeling like, I want to take the jump, but I'm really not sure if that's the right thing to do? Yeah. And it's hard to figure out. It it really is. So if anybody is feeling that way, I hear you and I know what you're going through. And I know it's tough once you start feeling those sorts of emotions to kind of just like put your head down and go through normal life as possible. I would say, number one, if there is something that is on your heart and you don't yet have all of the answers, but say something is like piquing your interest, doing a writing project or learning more about photography or painting or videography. Like, I don't know, whatever it is that is sort of like, if there is an idea that is speaking to you, start exploring that in small increments of time while still just like keeping everything up. Because sometimes that answers the question in itself. Like if you can just, you know, whatever it is, pull 45 minutes or wake up earlier before bed and just kind of let yourself enjoy whatever is peaking you little by little, like photography, or you learn more, you read books, or you start reading business books and just see if that is something that you are like, I am obsessed with this. Like I need to figure this out. I don't know if it's you know, keeping my same full-time job and doing this too, or cold turkey stopping one and starting the other. But I think once it is there, if a seed is planted and, you know, you're just, you're feeling stuck and you're feeling like, I, I don't know if this is for me anymore. One, I think it's normal because I don't think very many people actually love their jobs. And once you become a mom, And you're like figuring out, okay, well, I'm going to pay daycare. I'm going to spend all my hours here. And then I'm going to come home. I really think you should love your job. I don't don't know if that's crazy. No, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, I think you should love your job. So I think if you don't and you're having these feelings, the worst thing you can do is completely stifle it and tell yourself, no, no, I can't. I, you know, we have this retirement pension and like at the end of the day, a job is a job. So 
you need to figure out like you only get life, you only get to do life once. So if you're thinking about something, at least just start exploring it. Start letting yourself go there, no matter what that looks like. For me, I worked my nursing job not full time, but for years into creative business while still exploring other things. And with Milo coming, it was it was finally time to say, okay, I'm gonna lay this down for now. You know, it's always going to be there. Nursing is always going to be there. It's not going anywhere. There's tons of nursing jobs. Let your freak flag fly. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That is amazing. And I think I love that. You can can do experiments. It doesn't have to be like a a, a jump in. And sometimes you might realize when you're experimenting, actually, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And I don't want to go. I remember after having, after getting married, I was like, I want to be a wedding planner because I loved planning my wedding so much. But then I realized, no, I like planning my wedding. I don't want to plan a wedding party. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that is the tough part because we always, we think life is greener on the other side. So whatever you're looking at, you think, oh, that's going to be great. It's going to be flexible. I'll work from home. It'll be beautiful. There's still going to be tough stuff. It's mm. still going to be hard. Parts of it are still going to look like work, but the answer lies in, is the parts that are tough and the parts that are good combined still something that is better for me than where I was? That's such great advice. (laughs) One of the things that I love to ask my guests is whether they have an inspirational quote or saying that they either live by or enjoy or share. Do you have one that you can tell us? I had been saying this a lot a couple of months ago. It's short and it's sweet. It's It's a little straightforward. But I had kind of forgotten about it. And my husband just said it to me the other day about something. And I was like, yep, it's back. That's back in my life. (laughs) It's this. It's it's either a hell yes or it's a no. So (laughs) things are either, it, it helps you sort things out. So it helps you say either, you know, opportunities come up or, you know, client requests or play dates or volunteering as a chaperone on your kid's field trip. <laughs> this came up the other day and I was like, I can not do that. <laughs> a bunch of three-year-olds. Oh no, my gosh. Thank you. No. So if something comes up and you're thinking about it and you're debating it and you're like, oh, I don't know how would I respond? Will I be upset? Things are either a hell yes or they're a no. So you're either excited about them. You either want to jump in. You either say, definitely, oh my gosh, whatever this is, I'll make this work or it's a no. So if you're debating in your head, what would I say? How would it go? What would it look like? It's a no. Just say it's a no. Just say it's a no. People respect no's. It's just hard for us to say them. Like I have a lot on my plate. It's a no, whatever it looks like. And it might be a little straightforward. And I believe it is from Jen Hatmaker, who is an American author. Um, But, you know, it's life is short. We don't have a ton of hours. Use them wisely. So things are either a yes or they're a no. And when you do that, you, you know in your heart, I'm either excited about this, this is right for me, or it's not. So... Yes. Yes. Simple, straightforward, <laughs> do it. So if people want to find find out more about you, listen to the podcast, um, hang out with you, where is the best place for them to go? Yeah. So the podcast is called Moms Who Rule the World. And it's just that on Instagram at Moms Who Rule the World. And um, the website is MomsWhoRuleTheWorld.com. You can find me there talking shenanigans. <laughs> um, yeah. Doing 
crazy things and getting up really early. So that is great. And then uh, my personal Instagram is Amy McCarthy Dunkel. So that's a little bit of my toddler, like doing, uh, making me give him two breakfast plates because he's very bossy and demanding and um, the podcast and some photography stuff. So all of those things. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So I'm going to put the links to all of those in the show notes. It's been so, so good interviewing you today. Thank you for being here. Oh, I loved it so much. I'm so glad I didn't miss the time this time. <laughs> and this is the coolest. So thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. And honest, Amy was in that conversation. It is so, so refreshing to hear her speak about her experience in that way. And as she mentioned, as mums, we often downplay what we are going through. But sometimes I think it's really important that we speak up because speaking up is not only helping us to get out all that we're feeling and the issues that we're facing so that we can really process and deal with them. But it's also really encouraging for other people. It helps other people to not feel alone. Your story is so, so powerful. So I encourage you to share your story more because it's going to have so much more of an impact than keeping it to yourself ever will. It was also great to hear Amy talk about career change not necessarily being one big leap and talking about how you can test and you can make small changes over time. It doesn't all have to be a rush and a quick process. And I speak to my clients in my Career Kickstart program about this all the time. It is about testing. There's ways that you can decide what it is you think you might want to do, but actually test and see whether that is the right path for you. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be huge. We can break things down into small stages so that you feel comfortable with the journey that you are going on. Now, if you want to connect with Amy and hear more about her, her podcast and all that she's doing, I suggest you head over to the show notes at lightboxcoaching.com forward slash episode 71 and you can grab the links to connect with her. So if you've been listening to this episode and you're thinking, yeah, I do want to look at changing career path. I'm not happy where I am. I want to make a change. I'm not sure what the next step would be. Then I'm going to tell you what the next step is. You need to head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash bootcamp and sign up for the career change bootcamp, which is starting on the 16th of September. It is going to be amazing. And I would love for you to join us on this journey. So tell everybody that you know, share it with your friends and family and anyone who is at a career crossroads or contemplating some kind of career change. They need to be joining us on this career change bootcamp journey. So head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash bootcamp and grab your spot. That's all from me today. I am excited to be back with you again very, very soon. In the meantime, I'd love for you to head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review because the more people that review the show, the more people that are able to find it and join in the conversation. So I'd really, really appreciate it if you take a moment now and leave us a rating and review. Okay, until next time, look after you and look after your babies. This podcast features music from Ben Sound.